Hey, thanks for joining me here on Mental Performance Daily. And today I got a very interesting question from one of our MPM coaches. It says, Brian, you've worked with national champions in both men's and women's sports. What are the differences that you see in coaching men and women at the highest level? Well, I'll just go back to 2018. Florida State softball wins the women's national championship in women's softball. Oregon State baseball wins the men's national championship in baseball. And I'd worked with Pat Casey and the Beavers for years, not in that 2018 season, but in, in, in for years leading up to that season. And Yale lacrosse that year in 2018, who I had worked with their men's lacrosse team, had worked with them since 09, had won the NCAA national championship. So three national champions, two men, one woman, in a span of about 10 days. And what I've found is the biggest difference between coaching men and women at the highest level is actually very small. And it goes all the way back to 2002. I'm at Cal State Fullerton. I'm observing my mentor, Dr. Ken Revisa. He's working with the University of Arizona and their softball team and their eight-time NCAA National Championship winning coach, Mike Candrea. After the game, Coach Candrea and Ken are talking, and I'm there as a shadow observing, listening to the conversation. And at that time, I didn't realize that Coach Candrea was also a National Championship winning junior college baseball coach. So Ken looked at me and said, hey, BK, any questions you got for Coach Candrea? I said, Coach, I didn't realize you had won a national championship in baseball as well. What's the difference between coaching men and women at that highest level? And he said something I'll never forget. And it's something that I've found to be true and something that I want to share with you here is my answer to this question. He said, when you're coaching, let's take college age at the highest level. When you're coaching college athletes that are male, it's about ego. When you're coaching college athletes that are women, it's about emotion. He said, men with the ego, they have to play good to feel good. Women with the emotion, they have to feel good to play good. And that's not an absolute in every single case, but I found that to be largely true. And Coach Candrea then looked at Ken and he said, that the reason why we've had so much success with Ken Revisa in our women's softball program, work in the mental game, is it gives our student athletes some tools and something to go to to minimize the importance of having to feel good to play good. And I thought that was a game-changing statement from one of the legends in all of NCAA coaching, is that the mental game gives you as a female athlete, also as a male athlete, some tools for you to use to help you play your best when you don't feel your best. Because you're not going to feel good every day. Male, female, adult, child, you're just not going to feel good every day. It's too difficult to feel good consistently like that. And you're not so bad that you have to feel good to play good. But in order for you to play good on the deals where you, the days where you don't feel good, you've got to have something to go to. And that's what Mental Performance Daily hopefully is bringing to you. Strategies that you can use, male, female, professional, amateur, coach, athlete, to help you perform your best when it means the most. Because whether you're male, female, coach, athlete, amateur, or professional, comes down to one thing, competition. How well do you compete to give yourself the best chance to succeed? And how well do you compete to become the best version of you? Ultimately, that's what mental performance is about. That's what athletics are about. How do you learn to become the best competitor and the best version of yourself? Thanks for checking out Mental Performance Daily with Brian Kane, an ironclad original. If you like the show, be sure to leave us a rating, review, and comment. We'll see you tomorrow.